Welcome to the You Can Have It All podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Rose. I'm a manifestation expert and speaker. And this podcast is a blend of spiritual tools, mindset magic, and manifestation modalities to help you elevate your self-worth, bust through those blocks that are holding you back, and create a life that makes you want to literally pinch yourself every day. If that sounds like your jam, then let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the You Can Have It All podcast. I'm so excited you're here. I have been absolutely loving doing podcasts and recording this for you guys. It's just, it's so interesting how it comes to me in flow, um, but not interesting because the intuition is always guiding us, leading us, and helping us to be the most expanded version of ourselves. And doing this podcast was something that my intuition kept telling me to do and was calling me to do. And I was getting signs and synchronicities all over the place. And I'm just really, really glad that I was able to listen to that call and to share all of this information with you guys because it truly is my passion and my purpose and my mission to help teach people how to manifest the life of their dreams. It has truly changed my path. It has altered me in ways that I can't even begin to describe. It's opened up doors and possibilities to me that I didn't even know were possible. And it's um, it's put me into such a beautiful place in my life that I really feel everybody deserves to experience. And today I'm going to be sharing with you guys my six-step process to really being able to manifest intuitively from, from your inner guidance um, and checking in with yourself to be led towards the path of least resistance when it comes to manifesting what you want. When I say path of least resistance, it's really just the easiest way to get you to where you want to go without so many obstacles in the way. You know, what happens when we don't listen to our intuition, we usually end up having lessons or more challenges and obstacles to getting to where we want. And that's not, it's not a bad thing. I always say obstacles and challenges are actually really great gifts because when we're faced with an obstacle or challenge, it's really giving us that opportunity to find more clarity in the sense that we are able to discern what it is that we want from what we don't want. And challenges help us to grow. They help strengthen us. They help get us back onto our path. And I always like to look at obstacles that way, not as a means to turn around or to stop or to not go that way or give up, but to really be able to look at things differently and say, how can I perceive this in a way that's going to benefit me, in a way that's going to expand me and teach me and help me to grow and to be stronger? And when I look at challenges that way in my life, I always end up growing and coming out on the other side with such a beautiful lesson or experience or growth or even opportunity because truly within every challenge and every obstacle that we're faced because we live in a balanced, beautiful universe, there is always a blessing on the other side. There's always something positive and beautiful that comes around the corner after obstacles and challenges that we face because that is just the nature of the reality that we live in. And the more that I've leaned into this, the more I have found peace in those situations and experiences that were uncomfortable or things that I didn't want to go through or when it looked like it wasn't happening. I remember that with every single one of the challenges I've ever faced in my life that I was always given a gift afterwards. 
And I try to live in that perspective as much as I can in my life and try to help other people to realize that life is really happening for you. It's not happening to you. And although it may seem like things are against you or you're in a a whirlwind of negative experiences, that it's always giving you a gift. And, um, you know, we're always going to be faced with challenges. It doesn't matter how aligned you are, how spiritual you are, how in tune you think you are. We're all always faced with quote unquote challenges and obstacles um, for our growth and for our evolution. It's part of being a human and expanding and becoming our higher selves. With that being said, I want to dive into the six-step process to help you to begin manifesting anything that you you desire. So step one in the manifestation process is always desire. It really is desire, and that desire is born from contrast. It's born from those experiences that we we don't necessarily want to have because how else would you know what you wanted unless you know what you don't want? So really connecting with that that desire every single day and this is what I do it's it's a lifestyle i've learned that manifestation is not a quick fix it's not something that you should turn to when you're like oh you know shit has hit the fan and now i need a quick solution to this problem no it's it's to me it's a lifestyle it's an ongoing journey and it's something that i practice every single day tuning in and following these steps that i'm going to share with you guys every single day has changed my life drastically And it's truly the reason that I have all of the amazing things that I have in my life is because I am really committed to the process. And that is the biggest secret of all is to stay committed, consistent, and repetitive with this process is truly how you're going to see the biggest change in your life. So step one is just what do you desire? Really getting clarity about that. Honestly, I ask a lot of people sometimes like what do you want to manifest? And they can tell me the things they don't want but have a difficult time in telling me what they do want to experience. So spend some time visiting that, getting really clear about what it is that you want. What do you desire? If you struggle with figuring out what you desire, take that thing that you don't want or take uh, something that's in your life right now that you're like, I don't want to be experiencing this. I don't like this. It's really uncomfortable. And then think about what the opposite of that is. What's the opposite of that experience that you would like to have? And utilize those, um, those contrasting experiences as data for you to be able to figure out what you do want and be more clear um, and concise about it. So get super clear about what it is that you desire. Step two is then clear out the blocks that are preventing you from already having this. Okay, when I say blocks, I really mean limiting beliefs. I mean habits, things that are not in alignment or not congruent with you being able to attract that thing into your life. Now, our limiting beliefs are the beliefs that tell us that we can't have something that we're not good enough, we're not smart enough, it's not, um, you know, we're not capable of making that happen. Whatever a belief is that is essentially blocking you from allowing yourself to experience what you want in life. And these limiting beliefs or blocks, they they typically come from our childhood. They come from experiences that we have growing up uh, from the time we're born till the time we're about seven. We are literally just a sponge absorbing every single thing that we see and experience around us. And we model that after what we are, what we're seeing and experiencing. And because of the, the subconscious being so wide open to receiving information, 
we don't really have the ability as as children to discern whether something is true or not true for us. We just assume everything is truth and it becomes an absolute. And that absolute is what we call our core belief systems. And those core belief systems, they can be helpful or they can be destructive. They can be sabotaging and they can be limiting in the sense that when you get older, the beliefs that you've been given and those beliefs that you've adopted are actually telling you or preventing you from being able to go after the things that you want in life. So for instance, let's say that you grew up with the belief that maybe you weren't pretty or you people had made assumptions about the way that you looked or you you just you you believed that it was true that you weren't pretty. And so you grow up thinking that you're not pretty. Therefore, you never make any effort in taking care of your physical appearance. You maybe adopt a sedentary life and then it manifests into body dysmorphia. So these beliefs are actually preventing you then from being able to shine and feel beautiful and and uh, feel like you're good enough because you're accepting something that someone told you as truth and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. A lot of people don't actually question their beliefs. They don't actually spend time asking, is this true? Is this real? And that's where you have to really dig in to those belief systems that you have Think about what you want. Think about something that you're wanting to manifest. Like if you're trying to manifest a partner right now, but the thought of manifesting a partner is great until all the other thoughts creep in. And those other thoughts are the limiting belief thoughts. Those are the ones that say there are no good men left in the world or women. Um, There are no good men or women um, that want to be with me or maybe I'm not pretty enough or I'm not going to be able to find the, the right person or the timing is off or whatever. I see these. These are a lot of the misconceptions and beliefs that people have. And you have to address those and say, is this even true? Is this even true? Is this even real? And you have to disprove those belief systems to yourself. And then you have to adapt new belief systems that that are congruent with what you want to experience. So if you have a belief about a relationship that all men or all women are uh, liars or cheaters, then you're going to end up attracting relationships and people that are going to validate that belief system to you. And therefore, you're going to be re-ingrained in that belief. You're going to you're going to believe it even more because it is validating. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you have to get real with yourself and say, do I want to believe this anymore? And if not, what's the alternative belief to that? Well, if your belief is that all men and women are cheaters, then maybe you can switch up that belief a little bit and you can say, I believe and look for evidence in my reality that there are amazing men and women out there that have good intentions. Something like that that is it's more positive, it's more uplifting, it's more in the in a frame of mind that you want to believe and you want to think because honestly think about it. If you have a belief that says all men and women cheat, then you're going to not want to take action in terms of putting yourself out there or being vulnerable or being intimate with someone and then you're going to end up in a relationship that's emotionally unavailable and then you're going to blame it on all the other people that um you know that you're attracting and say it's their fault but what you don't realize is that your belief system is actually attracting these people right it all comes from you it comes from the inner world before the outer world will, re- will reflect it so that's taking ownership of yourself it's taking ownership of your belief systems and how you're showing up and how you're thinking because that will determine what you are a a point of attraction for. So question those beliefs, clear out the blocks, and then ask yourself, 
what would I need to believe is true about myself or about reality in order for this thing that I want to manifest? That's going to help you to also create new belief systems that are in alignment with where you want to go and what you want to attract and what you want to experience. And then step three is really just making peace with where you are right now. If you are at a place where you are not happy with where you currently are, you don't like it, you're really uncomfortable, you want to be somewhere else, and you've got this future destination in your mind that you really, really want to get to, what's happening is you are putting yourself in a vibrational frequency of lack and not having what you want. And in that state of resisting where you are, you are perpetually creating more of where you are because what you resist will persist. And not only that, but what you focus on and what you give your energy to is what you create more of in your life. So if you're constantly focused on the fact that you don't want to be where you are, you don't like it and you want to be somewhere else, well, guess what? You're going to get more and more and more of experiencing that because there's a lesson in that. There's a lesson of learning to accept where you are, accepting exactly where you are in the present moment. Accepting where you are does not mean you are telling the universe you want to experience more of that. It is simply saying where I am is where I am. And I I understand that this is what I have created up until now with my thoughts, beliefs, and actions, and I have manifested this for a reason, and how can I look at my current reality, and how can I use this as information to better guide my thoughts and better um, you know, understand my desires and get more clarity, and then go back to step one and create from that desire through the contrast. But accepting where you are is just saying, I am where I am, and that is okay. That's okay. That doesn't mean you can't desire more for your life or want to, you know, create something more, more expansive, but don't resist where you are. Understand that exactly where you are is where you're supposed to be and that there is something within this current experience that you're having that is teaching you, that is helping you to grow and just lean into it, accept it, and you will find such a relief in that. So just make peace with where you are to the best of your ability. And then surrender the timing is step four, okay? Surrender the fact that it needs to happen on some sort of time scale within some sort of duration of time because doing that is setting yourself up for this expectation, which naturally could potentially let you down. Now, when I one thing about divine timing that I tell people is divine timing isn't necessarily that something outside of you has control over when it's going to manifest. Divine timing is really about are you holding the frequency long enough for this thing to come into physical fruition, to, to actually manifest into physical reality? Because it is about holding a frequency, holding a frequency and a focus long enough with an elevated an elevated emotion is what creates physical matter. Now, if you are focused on something that you want and you're kind of softly focused there, meaning like you're not really elevating your emotions around it, you're not feeling a really strong connection with it, you're not visualizing it, you're not excited about it, then your energy is not super strong in the direction of that one particular manifestation, which means that it could take a little bit longer for it to manifest, but not because something outside of you is controlling it. It's because your energy isn't strong enough. It isn't potent enough towards that desire. And you haven't quite perfected the manifestation skills yet to bring it into physical reality. Either that, or you still have those limiting beliefs that are preventing it from actually materializing. So 
Surrender the timing and really just focus on you. Focus on you being in alignment, you being happy, you being clear in terms of your focus and your direction of where you want to go, and you just accepting where you are, being in love with life in the current moment and allowing things to unfold and having that faith and the trust and the knowing, the full knowing and belief that it is coming and not wavering, not looking at your current circumstances and saying, where is it? It's not here. I'm still experiencing this lack experience and then going into doubt because the moment that you go into doubt, you have placed energy in the opposite direction of what you desire. And now you're creating the opposite of what you want to experience. So I always tell my clients, don't speak it out loud unless it's something that you want to experience in your physical reality. Don't say it unless you want it to be real, okay? And then step number five is what step do you need to take in order to get closer to that manifestation. This is called inspired action. And this is something that you will be able to determine by listening to your intuition and getting in touch with your higher self. And this is something that I teach in Quantum Manifestation Academy. I really, really help my students understand intuition, understand how to tap into their intuition and how to access their higher self for inspired guidance um, because your your higher self really does have that bigger perspective, that broader vision of your uh, what's going on and the easiest path to take for you to get to the manifestation. And it's always guiding you towards that next best step towards what you want. But most of the time, we don't listen to that intuitive guidance and we listen to the head and it ends up getting us into these sticky situations where we call them challenges or obstacles. And we realize that had we just tuned into the heart or listened to the intuition, we probably would have been led down a path that didn't have so many obstacles or roadblocks because we, we learned the lesson. We learned to listen to ourselves because ultimately that's really what it's all about. You want to be listening to yourself and your inner guidance, your inner compass, and connecting with that in the decisions that you're making. And it will be a much easier easier path towards the manifestation of your desire than if you are just logically thinking about how how to do it. Because honestly, the logical how-to of making that thing happen is not your job. It's not your job to figure out how it's going to unfold. It's only your job to listen to the guidance you're being given, which could sound like, hey, go to this coffee shop today, or hey, send this email, or text this person, or reach out to an old friend, or post something on LinkedIn, you know, share something on social media. For me, I got this intuitive hit when I was in the shower um, back in July to post a video on TikTok with a manifestation technique that I had been using for years. And it randomly just came to me and it ended up, ended up going viral and getting um, two point something million views. And it really launched my business in an even greater way. And that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't listened to that intuitive nudge to do that video and hadn't been tapped into my inner guidance. And, you know, I could do a whole podcast episode on intuitive guidance and what it feels like, what it looks like and all that. But really just um, learn how to listen to yourself more and tune in and quiet yourself and, and feel into what the next step is. And to me, that really is inspired action. And then the last, the last step, step number six, is act fast. Act fast on that intuitive nudge because when it comes in, it's coming in to give you that guidance and say the fire is hot, strike while it's hot. And when you don't listen to your intuition, it actually does get softer and softer because you're not you're not heeding the call. You're not taking the message and you're not doing anything with it. So when you do get those hits, 
my advice is act on it fast. Act on it fast and this really does help you to speed up that manifestation process because you're listening to your intuitive guidance which already knows the easiest path to get you where you want to go and if you listen and check in every day and ask for guidance on what what step to take next, you will be given the guidance on what to do next and just take it day by day, step by step, little by little, and eventually you will look around you and be in your full-blown manifestation. And that is something that I experienced this year, actually, um, just from attracting and manifesting my fiance, my home, uh, my business blowing up, just a lot of different things that were on my vision board in 2018. I am full-blown experiencing, living, and realizing in this moment. And it's such a beautiful, magical feeling that I got here. I got to this point following the steps that I just shared with you guys. And of course, manifestation is it's really simple, but it's also really complex. And if you have been trying this process, if you've been working to manifest something and you just feel like, I don't know exactly what I'm doing wrong or where I'm going wrong here, then you know I highly recommend maybe working with somebody. I offer one-on-one coaching, private coaching for people that um, want to get a greater clarity and understanding on why they're manifesting certain things and how to unblock themselves from that. So reach out for support if you need help, if you need guidance or further clarification to help you to get to that manifest manifestation. Um, I also offer, I've talked about before, Quantum Manifestation Academy, which is launching again in um, early next year, which goes over um, everything that you're going to need to know to be a master manifester. It is 12 weeks of group coaching. It's been an incredible experience for the women that are um, are in the fall uh, class right now. And it's just been such a joy. I've seen so much expansion happen in such a short period of time for these incredible people. And I just wanted to put that out there because everybody needs guidance. Everybody needs support. Coaches need coaches. And there's nothing wrong with reaching out and asking for help or support or guidance if you're struggling. Um, But yeah, I hope that this was helpful for you guys. I hope that it gave you some um, tips and techniques to help you gain some more clarity and just start out on that manifestation journey um, because it's such a beautiful experience. That is why I've literally dedicated my career to it because it's it's so magical. It's so incredible. It's so much fun. Um, I think that's one thing that I try to emphasize a lot to my clients as well is to have fun with it. Have fun with the experience. Be playful. Get excited about it. See how you can be more creative around it. And that's why these sort of techniques and tools work like vision boards and um, the two cup method. It's because it makes it fun. It makes it lighthearted. It helps you to tap into that inner child part of yourself, which is naturally creative and imaginative anyway, and is so just pure and flowy. Um, So have fun with it. Get excited. And um, I'm excited to see what you are able to manifest and bring into reality very soon for yourself. And as always, I'm sending you guys so much love, lots of light, and happy manifesting.